body just to roam the world and perform many miracles God and just spread his love and his kindness God we thank you so much for everything you've done for us again we thank you for this wonderful day you just let us come here and worship you let us listen to a word that is preached this morning and just take it and uh, use it in our everyday lives God in your holy name we pray amen at this time Mr. Jordan Love is going to bring our special
you for that get get the wiring and the deal turned on hope again all of you had a great christmas ending up the hope of christmas and uh as i started out it was november and uh the e h-o-p-e was supposed to land on uh our christmas service and uh, Karen said, are you going to do that? I said, no, the E, the last one, is too good to wrap up in five minutes. And so I said, we're going to do that the last Sunday in December. And I hope you realize that Jesus is the hope. He is the only hope that this world has. He is your only hope. And those two uh, specials, I uh, enjoyed that. They're the congregational song, Glorious Day, and then also, uh, that's one of my, Ocean's one of my favorite songs. Both of them are very challenging. Uh, one's just a proclamation of what Jesus did, and, and that's really what we're going to talk about this morning, ending 
the last Sunday morning service of 2014. Again, I challenge you to, if you haven't already, back there in the track rack is a read through the Bible in a year pamphlet. Get that. Pop it in a Bible. Keep that Bible, whether it be at your workplace, uh, whether it be like my old chili-stained Bible that I carried in a sawmill for years, and I uh, kept that in there. I marked it every time I'd read a, a book during my lunch break, and uh, it kept that thing in there. And one day, really, I call it that because one day my chili had come out of the Tupperware, and it's, I'm like, oh, no, my Bible, but I saved the Bible. And uh, so it's my chili-stained Bible. Still have that Bible. and uh, But get you one. Some of you have these smartphones. You can use those. If, you'd li- if you like your, you want analog, which means uh, something you can touch, uh, get you a piece of paper like that one back there. And read through your Bible. I guarantee you our church is blessed whenever we are praying church and a Bible-reading church. Our church will be blessed. It's real simple. It's real simple to live for the Lord. Um, I'm praying about something right now, 2015. Uh, Fissons start a discipleship ministry. Praying right now about when and where. If uh, you're interested, if you'd like to be discipled, that means you'd like to meet with me one-on-one, or actually it'd be three or four-on-one. Uh, if you'd like to get in on this, uh, it'd be early, probably early during the week, one day a week, and um, and just go over some disciplines of a godly man. And uh, I'd like to discipline some guys this year, and uh, so I'm looking and praying about uh, picking a day of the week, meeting early, and uh, just just disciple some guys, and meeting for a while, and improving our walk with the Lord. Uh, let me know if you'd be interested. Again, if you're wondering about time, it's probably going to be early and uh, during the week. And um, and I was thinking about this. Man, that, those two songs, powerful. Oceans, my goodness, what a powerful song. As I look back in my life, and I, I pray this prayer will be for you this coming year. God, take my faith. Would you like for your faith to grow this next year? Would I mean, think about, would you like for your faith to grow? I'll never forget the time that I, very first time I ever left the country. And I've shared this illustration before with you. I had God, I, I served the God of East Texas. It's the only God I knew. Is still the God that saved you, the God of Southeast Arkansas. I found out He's much bigger than the box I had Him in. He, I, I didn't realize there's people all over the world serving in churches unlike I'd ever seen before. And serving in ways, the same God in the same Bible, serving in ways like I'd never seen before. I'll never forget to see God's creation. I've been, you know, up in an airplane is real easy. I love to listen to people that's been in the military, listen to Roger White, different ones. I really enjoy listening to Steve Collins tell about his time on a Navy boat. He has some interesting stories. I've really never seen the ocean angry before. He has seen the ocean angry before.
Now, I'm not talking about an East Texas thunderstorm, a Southeast thunderstorm, and a tornado. Those are all impressive. Me and Karen were out there on that ocean with Brother Glenn that time, and we were riding out that storm where food was flying through the air. And I went outside, and I saw a wave coming toward us that started at Jack Shell's house. And the peak of it was at where Jeff's house is. And I'm back at Bull's house. And it was about, I don't know, 40, 50 feet high. And I said, oh boy. And it was, thank the Lord, it was just a swell more than it was a wave. I was intimidated. I was intimidated. And for me to look and say, God, that then that was just a drop in the bucket compared to what God can do. And... Uh, Unreal. The hope of Christmas. Let's go ahead and stand for the reading of this one verse, John fourteen six. And I know you don't have a bulletin. Miss Denise is at UAMS with uh, her daughter-in-law. Pray for Nikki. And, I, and if I read the text right, at first she said she's having her pancreas out, but I think it's her gallbladder now. <laughs> I think it's changed. But anyway, so I said, I said, Miss Denise, just go on up there. I said I didn't. Ha- I got in late from Texas. I didn't have my sermon ready for her for her to print. And I said we got this. I said we got this. All right, we got it. John fourteen six. Many of you know this. Jesus said unto them, "I am the way, the truth, and the life." Here's my take on this. Nobody comes unto the Father. Except through who? Through Jesus. Is that what it says? Yep, that's what it says. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this time to realize you are the entrance into heaven. And I pray everybody in here knows you as Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated as you look to the Word of God. And looking at H-O-P-E, let's just do a quick review of what we've covered. Jesus is the hope. The very first thing, what is He? He's our healer. We've looked at that. Okay? What was the next thing we looked at? Jesus is our offering. Which means He was offered in your place, in my place. We deserve death on the cross. And then how we live in busy times, in other words, you can get distracted, and everybody in this room has pursued other things besides Jesus, including me. I am just as much at fault as you are. I hope, and you know, I've been praying about this new family series, and, and the more I'm preparing, the more I realize that I fall short as a husband, as a dad, and, and, you know, and I, and I try to be transparent in these things. Man, I mess up. I make mistakes. I make mistakes as your pastor. I make mistakes as a leader. I make mistakes. I mean, we make mistakes with uh, everyday things. I make mistakes in reading my Bible. In other words, I, I forget. I'm like you. I for, oh, man, I forget to pray. 
I'm just as fallible as anybody else. I, you know, we can mess up. We can uh, uh, say something out of anger. Some, we're all fallible. But there's one mistake we don't need to make, and that is to miss Jesus. There is a verse that sums all of this up. And you think this H-O-P-E is, is fancy, but it comes right out of the Bible. Matter of fact, 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 1 says this. It says that Jesus Christ is our what? Our hope. You see it there? And you can, whether you're looking in your Bible or looking on your screen, I love it when the Bible's just plain. I mean, just sometimes you have to figure out, well, okay, who's doing the speaking and, and what's the subject matter about? But I love it when it just, vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> it just says, I mean, and, and even a child can understand that some of the basics in God's holy word. And I love this. So H-O-P-E is not just a fancy acrostic, it's the truth. Jesus Christ is our hope. And as I look at this message this morning in preparing it, matter of fact, I, I had gone over it, and every time I sat down to go over the, the message of God's Word and look at it and, and think about what do you want me to do, and uh, I had the skeleton outline in my uh, uh, in my head, and I started putting this together. Matter of fact, last night I got in from Texas, and, and my brain was running. I was scrambling. And I told Karen when I got back to the house late last night, I, I put it all down on paper, and, and I was having a revival in my office. I was just shouting and thanking the Lord for that, that I know my Savior, and I know Jesus, and I know the way into heaven. And uh, so in looking at this, it's so simple. Jesus is... The one door, back in our, our main scripture, John fourteen six, He's the way, the truth, and the life. And nobody can go to heaven. You can't, and when, and when we die, there, there is, in the Bible, it, this book is the only book in the entire world. Did you know there's a bunch of different religions with scriptures, but this is the only book that tells us where we came from. How we got where we are, that is sin, and how to take care of it. How to take care of the sin problem. How to take care of the, the problem of being sinners and mistake-ridden people. So Jesus is the one door. Jesus is not only the door, He's our entrance, but He's also our mediator. Open your Bible to 1 Timothy chapter 2. We're going to look at this scripture. Jesus is our mediator. And looking at this, this is a very, uh, 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 5. This is powerful. <clears throat> here, here the other day, uh, <clears throat> I was just, uh, Impressed and, and thrilled at the same time, uh, Brother Jimmy Stale, he shared a, a song that he wrote and inspired by just something I'd mentioned in the in Scripture, in the Bible. And J this, this kind of has a tie-in verse to it. And uh, so, Brother Jimmy, he wrote a, a neat song. I'll let him share that with you, and uh, you can ask him about it. And uh, But the Bible says this. There's, notice 1 Timothy 2.5. 
For there is one God, yeah, and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. And so in looking at this, folks, there's, there's only one bridge. There's only one way into heaven. And as we look at these scriptures, and this is my Christmas shirt. I got me a Christmas. I got, matter of fact, I got three, I think three shirts. Man, it's always great. You get shirts and ties as a preacher. I think this was a gift one year. And uh, so, okay, Chris, commercial breaks over. One bridge. And the man Jesus. Okay? And he's the only way into heaven. Now, there's, by the way, I love it. This is another great thing. You're reading through your Bible and you see things. And I, folks, don't try to... When you're reading your Bible, it's different than studying. There's study time and then there's reading time. And you say, oh, that don't stop. Keep going. Because it's kind of like flying over something in an airplane. Just you're getting a big glimpse of it. Don't If you stop... You're going to miss seeing how it all fits together. And folks, from and as you read in the Bible and you're tempted to stop and study something, just keep going. Just keep reading because what you're doing is like flying and you're looking and you're seeing. And at, throughout the whole thing from Genesis to Revelation, you find out God had a plan. And the plan included a Savior. And the plan included an offering. And the plan included a lamb sacrificed from the beginning of before the foundation of the world. And that plan was that Jesus would lay down His life. And there's only one bridge. There's only one way. And folks, when you go to Little Rock and you get on a plane, you just say, well, I want to go to New York. Any of them will get you there. Just try it. <laughs> Just some people say, well, you got your way, and you got your way, and we're all working in our own way to get to heaven. Well, folks, you go up there to Little Rock, not every plane is headed to New York. And so if you want to go to heaven, you better find the, the one bridge, the one plane that will get you there. There's only one bridge. There's only one way. And what does this verse say? There's one mediator. There's one in between, between God and man. And who is it? <laughs> That's the verse that just spells it out. And not only that, not only does it say that, He is not only the bridge. Look at verse, the verse before it and the verse after it. The verse before it, verse 4 says, He wants everybody to go there. Isn't that what it says? Verse 4, who will have all men to be saved. So how many people does God want to go over the bridge? Everybody. <laughs> Isn't that great? So you got the bridge, and the bridge is for everybody. I mean the people in Europe, the people in China, the people in Mexico, the people in South America. And look at verse 6, the verse after it. Who gave himself a ransom for half the people? No, it doesn't say that, does it? He gave himself a ransom for everybody. And I love that's the way it says it. Now, so Jesus is the one door. Jesus is the one mediator. Jesus is also the one payment. He paid. You can't pay for it. Did you know that... If you do anything to get to heaven, if you try to work your way there, then you provide part of your own salvation payment. But you can't pay your way there. You can't even add to the work of Christ. Look at Hebrews 1.3. 
Look at Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 3. Man, this verse is loaded. Matter of fact, if you've been on Facebook, I posted the main points from this verse last night. This is awesome. This verse is awesome. Matter of fact, it, whether in your Bible or on the screen, it just fills up the whole screen. It's so loaded. I mean, just one verse, it just fills up the whole thing. Let's look just for a second, and I know we could just, I mean, the whole thing right here, we could just stay here till tonight, but don't worry, I'm going to finish before lunch, amen? Okay, yeah, y'all y'all with me, okay? y'all? And I tell you, if y'all want me to hurry up, amen, and speeds me up. Okay, there you go. It works, okay? Okay, so looking at this, Hebrews 1, 3, let's look at it. Who, being the brightness of His glory and the express image of His person, now what Paul is doing, he's starting out here, he says, let me tell you about Jesus. That's kind of like somebody saying, let me tell you about my kids. <laughs> let me tell you about my grandkids. Y'all know what they've been up to? Man, my kids, my grandkids, they've been up to this, and, and that's what God's doing here. And he says, and then he says, uh, he's the express image of his person, the person of, he's many, he, you know what that means? That, hey, have you ever seen a newborn baby? And they say, man, he's got his father's ears and he's got his father's eyeballs. He's got his mother's. And I'm like, I don't see that. <laughs> it looks like a baby. I can't tell. Women must have it in, innate, inborn in them, that they can pick out body parts from the parents and place it on the young. And I don't know. I can't do that, you know. And all I see is a, it's, they're cute, you know, as long as they don't need changing. You know, they're all cute and everything. But that's what that means. When it says the express image of his person, he looks like me. He acts like me. He's, he's got all these qualities, and then it says, upholding all things by the word of his power. And when he hath by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. And I say it this way. Number one, when the glory of God shines, it shines on Jesus. In other words, folks, God wants you to not even look at him. He wants you to look at his son. And he points to his son. He brags on his son. He wants you to do that. When the glory of God shines, it shines on Jesus. The next thing. When God expresses himself to mankind, it's through Jesus. Folks, even in the Old Testament, God would pop up. And be it was called a, a theophany, a pre, it means a pre-born appearance of Jesus. Whenever Jesus... Uh, appeared in the fiery furnace. They said the fourth guy, he looks like the, the Son of God. Whenever uh, uh, Joshua's out walking around thinking about, man, this is going to be a battle. This is going to be a Jer Jericho. This is going to be a battle. And he runs across this guy. He says, uh, put his hand on the sword. I'm just thinking he did that. The Bible doesn't say what he did. He's looking at him. But he did ask this question. That's why I'm thinking this. Are you for us? Are you for our enemy? He said, I'm not either. I'm the captain of all the armies up in heaven. When it says host, it means all the armies up in heaven. He realized this was God had appeared in the flesh. This fellow, he was, I mean, and said, boom. And what he said, loose, take off your sandals. Why? 
The ground you're standing on is holy ground. And Joshua, boom, he hit the ground. So when God chooses to express Himself, and yeah, He can express Himself in a, sun, in a sunrise, in a sunset, in a glorious mountain, in an ocean, he can, God can choose to express Himself through a miracle. But folks, God's message is about Jesus. And when God wants to express Himself to you, I guarantee you where He's pointing. He's pointing at Jesus. And so this expressed image, it means pressed out. It's kind of like taking a, your hand. And we used to make mud pies. That's poor Play-Doh. And we'd make mud pies and we'd press that hand down in there. There's my hand print. And so looking at that thing, and that's what Jesus is. He's the pressed out image of God in the flesh. And then what does it say? That when God speaks, I love this. His Word is sure. When God speaks, His Word is sure. And we know, we know, we know what the Bible says. Word was up in heaven. The Word is Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then what does the Bible say in John 1.14? And the Word became flesh. Folks, God's Word is sure. It's steadfast. It's not going out of existence. That's why I want you to read it. Folks, this book here is not a novel. Even though it's got a great bunch of great stories, man, it's got everything from rated G to rated R. Do you know that? Uh, matter of fact, the theme for AYC this uh, this year is rated M for mature. That's like these games the kids play. Xbox, my kids play them. They play them. You know, I always take my son to school on uh, Madden. That's right. I love football. And, you know, he's going to... Then he says, Dad, let's play basketball, okay? Let's play basketball on Xbox. And, you know, and, and they got these ratings. Rated E for everyone. It's in the Bible, folks. There's stories in here of people's eyeballs being gouged out. There's stories in here of people... Uh, 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 having their head, their, this one lady got all, I mean, for the glory of God, took a nail and drove it through this fellow's skull. That's not rated G. The Bible's got, and when they made a, as accurate as possible, good story about Jesus, the passion of the Christ, they couldn't make it rated G, PG, or PG 13. They had to make it rated R. Because why? Because it was so bloody. You wouldn't think you'd show a rated R movie in church. But folks, we got a rated R Bible. It's restricted. It, did you know even heaven's restricted? It's restricted to everybody who will believe. You, don't, you just don't get there by being good enough. You've got to accept Jesus as your Savior. God put one restriction on heaven. Whoever what? Trust my son. There's a, there's a restriction. You don't think about it that way, but there's a restriction. Now, I've done read you the Scripture. The bridge is for everybody, but there's one bridge, so there's one restriction. There's one, you could say it this way. You could say, well, I don't like that word. Well, you could say one requirement. Pick your word. Okay? There, have you ever had a, a, a plane ticket or a flight or something? There will be restrictions. Or somebody you get, a, uh, you win a prize, can only be used. At, like one time I got a coupon for free something or another, and it said it can only be used at 2 a.m. in the morning. Like, duh. <laughs> Who wants anything then? I want to be asleep. But there is a restriction, a requirement for getting into heaven. 
And that requirement's Jesus. He's the one bridge. He's the one mediator. He's, I mean, He's right here. And the Bible says, still in this one verse, notice this, when He by Himself, did He need any help? Notice this, I like that verse. When He had by Himself purged our sins. He didn't need any help. He paid the price when He paid your sin debt. God says, i got a debt to pay. Guess what He gave? He didn't whip out His check and say, I'll write a check. He whipped out. He took off Jesus' throne. His uh, crown, I mean. <laughs> said, Son, I need you to do something for me. Would you be the ransom? Would you pay the debt for everybody's sins? Jesus said, I, I will. When he, did, he didn't whip out a, a money and say, I, 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 you, I'll write a check for a thousand cattle of a thousand hills and I'll write a gazillion dollar check for all the money in the world. No, He sent His Son. When He paid your sin debt and He paid my sin debt, He didn't do it with money or gold. He did it with Jesus. And then this is really cool. The very last part of that verse, the very last part of that verse, pretty interesting. When He paid our sin debt, He sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Folks, there's, there's only one person sitting at the right hand of God. There's only one person. It's kind of like Jesus. He came down. He was born of a virgin. He lived 33 years in a wicked world. And He lived in a world that tried to rip Him apart. He lived in a world where He, they, they, he says, I love you. And they hit Him in the face. He says, I love you this much. And they tore at Him. They ripped His skin off. And then when He did all that work, he did this. Whew. <laughs> I got it done. The Bible says when he did all that work, he sat down. Which means that to all of us, when we finish with the day's work, what do we normally do? <laughs> we sit down. He sat down. He said, I've done it. Matter of fact, I believe this. When Jesus yelled those words, spoke those words, it is finished. It was finished. It was finished. He did the work. He says, Father, the work you've got me to do, I'm going to do it. And you know why? He says it brings you honor and glory. He did it to please His Father. Interesting verse that uh, many of you know. John 3.16 Matter of fact, and on your screen, matter of fact, in your Bible, if you don't have this underlined, mark it, underline it. I underline two things here. There's 25 words in that uh, verse right there in the King James Bible anyway. And of course, I've shared this with you before. The, the middle, obviously you've got 12 on each side. The middle word is the word son. 12 on each side of that. You know what kind of son God has? In, the, uh, in some versions, it says one and only. In the King James Version, it says only begotten. Begotten means one of a kind. That's what it means. 
one of a, one and only. So that's that's pretty accurate translation. Begotten's an older word, but it means there's only one. The only begotten, one of a kind, special. He is the one. He's the, again. What's this whole message? He's our entrance, and there's how many entrances into heaven? One and only. He's the only begotten, one of a kind, special, only one entrance into heaven. That's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. And then I love this. Dr. Luke wrote this. Now, don't go to the book of Luke because Luke wrote two books. Dr. Luke wrote the gospel of Luke, and he also wrote the book of Acts. So head to Acts chapter 4 and verse 12. Acts chapter, this is pretty awesome, a pretty awesome verse. In the book of Acts chapter 4 and verse 12, he says, uh, let me tell you about this. As he's penning these words, he's thinking about what the apostle Peter's preaching. He said, man, what a sermon that was that day. Of course, being inspired of the Holy Spirit. And he penned this. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. There's no salvation without Jesus. There's no entrance into heaven without Jesus. And like that song says, Jesus, there's just something special about that name. There's just something about that name. And the Bible says that, what about Him? There's no other name. No other name where you're going to get into heaven. There's no other way into heaven. He's our entrance into heaven. Do you know Him? Will you tell somebody about Him? He paid the sin debt. He paid, don't say, and that's kind of generic, isn't it? The sin debt. He paid the sin debt. Let's make it personal. He paid my sin debt. You can say that too. If you know Him as your Savior, is the only way in heaven. You know what you can say? With your lips this morning, you can say, He paid my sin debt. He paid my sin. That's personal, isn't it? That's a personal pronoun. That makes it personal. He paid whose sin debt? He paid my sin debt. And thank the Lord for that payment. As we get ready for him invitation, Father, I, I bow before you, just thanking you for paying that sin debt that you made the way into heaven. That you paid the price you did all the work we don't have to do anything but just accept your payment to just simply choose you as our savior father i thank you that you are our mediator that you are our bridge into heaven. Father, thank You for doing all the work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.